Aloha Kohala. It is three o'clock here on January 5th, 2022. Intuitive Talk Story with Isla Allgood and and we are excited to be here with you today. Uh, can you say your name again? I don't think I got it. Mikkel Anna. <gasps> there it is. <laughs> Had the wrong mic button pressed. <laughs> it does happen. Happy New Year. Happy New Year 2022. Oh, that is pretty exciting. I was say go with the flow. 2022, you just never know. <laughs> <laughs> are you poetic? Oh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> So we were here and there. We've been talking a bit about going with the flow, and we talked a little bit about patience. Um, so let's see where you. Know, uh, I have to tell you something that was fun today, okay. just to get us started off in fun. And by the way, if anybody wants to call in, call eight zero eight 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 four five six five seven. We're happy to chit chat with you or get a question or get a comment. And I got a comment while I was walking on the highway today. It, it was. It was lovely. Somebody stopped to say Happy New Year while they're driving and then said, are you and Mikkel doing your show today? And I said, yes, we are. And I got a thumbs up. So I was. Yay. Well, we love all of you out there. And the so reason we're doing the show is so that you'll listen and enjoy it and find morsels that will help inspire or nurture something or spark something in your mind and bring something to light bring something out from your soul from your spirit that wants to come out and play and be more involved and engaged in life in a positive way because there's a lot of stuff out there right now that's not so wonderful but yeah but i'm gonna say yes energy flows where attention goes yes and this is the era that we if we so choose get to embrace love, light, grace, and truth. So I think this 2022 is mm. the year of truth, the year of love, light, and grace, and embracing those truths. One of the things that's been on my mind that comes up again and again and again, because, well, to me, it's the whole game, is kind of um, where do you give your power away? So we were talking about all sorts. There's all sorts of emotions, thoughts, feelings, things we can work on, but ultimately, where are we giving our power away? Where are you giving power to a thought, word, action, deed, person, instead of claiming that sovereignty of trusting the self, looking to source, and letting the heart be the guide, allowing you to make choices from source energy, which then allows you to trust yourself. Because if I am trusting source and I'm connected to source and connected to God in my heart, however you want to say that, then I implicitly can trust myself and then I can make choices. So I am the source of information. I trust my own inner knowing. I can trust that feeling. And that's ultimately we want to have that in regards to everything where we aren't giving our power away, but we have, doesn't mean we have to know everything. It just means that we trust our knowing like, oh, I feel this. I should go talk to Isla about that. Mm. trusting that knowingness instead of well i should go to so-and-so because they know blah 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 right about something right. i can trust that my inner knowing is pointing me to isla for this thing and so let me let me follow that guidance yeah. that's what i mean by trusting it doesn't mean you don't ever need help it just means that you trust where you're being directed right. and what's coming forward and maybe where you're going for that help 
you know, sometimes we're told that we should go to this kind of a practitioner or that kind of a practitioner for this kind of problem or that problem. But what is your body telling you? What is your inner knowing telling you? That's right. And, and while you were talking, Mikkel, you do this a lot. You had your hand, one hand on your heart, one hand on your gut, kind of. And I, I can tell that you're tuning in in that moment to your body uh, because you're, you're right there physically connecting with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so... You, so you also talked about truth, and I know we talk about these things, the same things in different ways, mm-hmm. and on, it's a new day today, it's a new year. Truth and trust have been very uh, powerful for me for about 20-something years. Mm-hmm. Those two words in particular mm-hmm. is how I got through things that were very, very, very challenging. And it was because I had to trust that the truth of who I am was enough even though it wasn't what maybe somebody else out there liked, that I had to learn how to trust my inner knowing, my inner voice, my where I was being directed, even though it wasn't necessarily what people around me wanted to see me doing. Mm-hmm. And for those of you listening, you know, this is an ongoing, unfolding process. It's not like you do this this week, and then you're done. You know, oh, I got well, that lesson. sometimes you are, Isla. Let's not <laughs> say that. That's a belief that it has to be hard. It has to continue on and on and on. We, we no, no, I didn't, mean, I didn't mean hard continue on. I mean the that lesson. We're, we're continuously using that trust and truth ah, to yes. navigate life. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. and absolutely. once you kind of wake up to that, it's... It's harder to go back to not doing it, but you know we do slide. <laughs> so yeah. Well, I, what I guess when I was trying to say when I heard that was like that you can get a lesson and learn it. That yeah. we can actually we can fall on our face, trip over a rock, and we won't trip on that rock again. Basically, mm-hmm. so we can learn a lesson and then move on. And that's kind of the collecting our power and leveling up. Once I think as we gain more truth we inspire more trust we in ourselves right. we are gaining our power mm-hmm. as we have more truth and trust we're gaining our power so we don't have to go back and do that other lesson because i already did it and i i own that power now and now there's not that there's not new lessons ahead <laughs> there they are that yeah. there's the uphill you know coming around the bend because there's always new lessons but we don't mm-hmm. have to repeat the lessons if we choose if we get to get them right. and, you know, use the reflections in front of us to understand. And, you know, I think it's very interesting right now. Sometimes, you know, it can be a tough choice. Do you want to be right or do you want to mm. tell the truth? Because right now a lot of things are going on that, gosh, you're just going to have to be wrong about. And if you're not willing to be wrong and realize there's some wrongness going on, then it's going to be a little tough to mm-hmm. find the truth. Because ultimately, I think um, in this time, 2022, we get to unveil and realize that, well, we haven't really been seeing all the cards. And maybe it's time for the, the unveiling to take place and for mm-hmm. folks to see what's not been seen. So in order to do that, we have to let go. We've talked a lot about this spiritually speaking because and really in order for us to get there i think we have just have to let go of everything we think we know yes right we have to be willing to be wrong we have to be willing to go wow none of that's right oh my gosh the whole thing's a farce like i believed this and And it's really this and now it's not really that at all exactly and maybe it was then but it's not now and now is the only moment we have so looking at uh looking 
within to understand what is true based on based on ourselves we're going to hear all kinds of things out there in the ether in the in the world that we live in and it's up to us to decipher what is true for us that's right we're, we're only making a decision i'm making one for me michael's making one for her and those of you listening you make your decision for you based on your truth and your inner knowing and you know uh that basing your decision for yourself now it, you know isla and i are, are don't speak too much about the things going on out there we we in, try to keep particular. it to the yeah. things going on within yeah um because we want to just offer neutral choice points um but i would like to say from a more of a personal stance that i feel that freedom Mm-hmm. and making the choice to stand for your own bodily freedom and to not impose what one would want for another person's body is of utmost importance. Mm-hmm. So at this time, it is becoming crucial that folks stand for their freedom and their own bodies and own choices and health. And I encourage you to do so, to st- to trust your own knowing for what is right for your body. And that is something that I do. That's something that you do. And uh, I find that it brings me uh, an inner peace that if I went up against it, it, at this point in my life, I can't go up against it because every inner every, knowing. Every, uh, every fiber of my being wouldn't let me right. Uh to, to do something to my body that my body doesn't want. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, not everybody's at that place in their inner knowing. Uh, so it, it's helpful, I think, to take smaller steps, like take a, a piece of food and say, is this, does my body want this piece of food? And trust what you're, what you're hearing or what you're sensing or what you're feeling about that piece of food. Say it's a carrot. I mean, Let's be really, really basic and simple so that when it's time to make a big decision about something, you've built up that that inner knowing and you trust it. Well, and then also trusting that you have choices. So if you are trusting your inner knowing and you do feel like something's not right for you, but you feel like you have no other choice, Mm. remember there's always a choice. You can always get another job. You can always find another way. There are choices, infinite choices, and we can support each other to make new choices in building community-based systems and helping one another and resources. So just know there's always a choice. And mm-hmm. I just impart that the choice to make now is that we activate our divine love And doing that means not being afraid. It means whatever, allow your choices to be made in love and in safety rather than in fear or anxiety. Because if we're making choice out of fear, then we're probably not making the right choice. So if we're standing in our power of love, activating divine love, which is what's absolutely like so available and wonderful to choose at this time because everything is present for us to create a new tomorrow that has not been based in the old systems, but is time to create a new system, one where we work in community and harmony, bringing whole beings to the table. And that means we've released our trauma, we've healed, and we allow one another to be the infinite beings we each are coming to the table to create inequality and unity. 
And that's a choice that we get to each make on a day-to-day basis. Am I going to operate in the field of unity? Mm-hmm. Do I choose love in this moment? In this interaction with this person, am I choosing love or am I choosing fear or am I choosing anger? Am I choosing to embrace or am I choosing whatever, right? Am mm-hmm. I choosing to move forward and let me move into that? Let me seek to understand. Let me draw in. Let me ask a question. Or am I pushing away, resisting? These are choices that we get to make all day long mm-hmm. that ultimately create our reality personally and as a collective. Which brings up the other topic that we wanted to talk about today because you brought up, you know, the anger, are we acting from anger, uh, which is patience. Uh, When somebody says something or does something that starts to ruffle our feathers, you know, how do we go with that? Where do we go with that? Are we going to keep thinking about that, uh, those words or that person in a way that's going to feed that anger that, that started to get triggered, or are we going to uh, look for compassion, first for ourselves and then for the other person, and, and get neutral so that we can hear what they're saying rather than getting triggered by something? Go well, ahead. and this comes back to giving our power away and, mm-hmm. all, and many of the t- topics we've discussed around triggers, which is if you're feeling, if we're feeling, I think patience for me, patience is constant. I'm always learning patience. <laughs> I'm always working on patience. But I feel like um, it can come from two different places. One is a place of trigger, which, you know, would be like if you're get, if getting triggered and another feeling is coming in, that's probably associated with some sort of emotion that's still undone within the self. I'm not good enough. I'm not where our anxiety or, oh, no, they're burdening me or, no, there's expectation. It could be a lot of things, right? Mm-hmm. So you'd want to find what that personal feeling is. If there's a feeling of like <gasps> some, some feeling within. For me, a lot of times the patience isn't about a trigger. I don't feel anything about the person. I'm just feeling impatient because I'm moving quickly in my own mind. Mm, mm-hmm. And I'm just jumping to the next thing. As you're talking, I'm already seeing like two steps forward. Right. And I'm thinking about like, oh, yeah, I see the building. Let's say we're talking about building. But now I'm thinking about the roof. Yeah, let's and get let's over get there over already. The, okay, I'm already on the roof. So I just get ahead of myself instead yeah. of taking my time. So for me, mm. patience, a way to cultivate patience for me has been slowing down. Mm-hmm. My speech, you may even notice that I practice that. Yeah. Slowing down my speech and breathing deeply. So we often want to speak right away. I want to. <laughs> I want to speak right away. Yes. But if I can take a big breath and exhale long and kind of get back in center and just be with what's being spoken and mm-hmm. listen to what's required now. And what helps me too, because I have often a lot in my mind going on that wants to come forward is to maybe ask another question, mm-hmm. right? Then ask a question that also gives me clarity of like, what am I really responding to? Mm-hmm. Cause sometimes if there's any sort of on the trigger aspect, we tend to hear it incorrectly. Yeah, We tend to like associate it with our feelings. Like, what are you telling me? Do you think I'm what? Or yeah. something like that. We take yeah. it personal. So especially in that instance, asking a question gives you a second to get it together and realize this isn't personal. Yeah. I don't have to take anything personal and I can respond to what this person is actually saying. So that that might just be, 
I'm sorry, I didn't understand what, what exactly you're asking me or yeah. what do you mean by that? Yeah, can you clarify Can that? you clarify? And that gives you another moment to breathe. Yeah. Become patient. Mm-hmm. I'm going to drop into patience now and listen. Mm-hmm. Right? So I think breathing, slowing down mm-hmm. are really valuable ways asking a question. And allowing space. You know, a lot of us, I grew up in New York, <laughs> where people talk fast, move fast. It's just, you know, the, the faster you are, like the more successful you're, you are or something. I don't know. It's a culture thing, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and maybe in your family, in your culture, there was some of that talking fast. It, we're, we all come from different places. Mm-hmm. And then we come into these bodies, and these bodies... Maybe a fast-talking body. <laughs> so you're training yourself to do something different. And what I noticed, I used to do Toastmasters. Um, do you know what Toastmasters is? It's I a don't. speech. It's a speaking. It's a global speaking organization. Oh. And uh, I was involved with that for a few years. And people tend to. I, I've got very uh, clear in how to listen when people are speaking and also how to speak without saying, uh, um, but, and, and the reason we do that is we want to fill the space Mm. rather than just letting there be, even on the radio, just quiet for a moment. It's okay. We don't have to fill every second. And it makes a huge difference in how people can hear you if you're not constantly speaking and then using these filler words. So that made oh, me, yes. that, that was something that made me very aware of language and pacing and how we speak and how people can hear us based on how we speak. Oh, totally. <laughs> I'm learning so many things about that all the time. My communication can definitely improve. I'm working on it always. For me, um, another thing I think about in that, and I had a great reflection of that with a friend in the community who also talks a lot like me. And, you know, that's a great reflection because it's like, oh, that's me. That's what I do. (laughs) Huh. That's what that feels like. Okay. Maybe I don't want to do that so much. (laughs) And so I realize for me, a lot of times I'm just giving a lot of info. And I'm excited. I want you to know I have all this stuff to share with you, but it's just too much, right? Right. I have this much to share in this time, in this yeah. little time. I want to give it all to you right away. Yeah. And I can't, you know. Yeah. So I have to like just release that and go. Okay, right. I can just tell this person one thing, and be grateful for that one thing, and I don't have to get it all in. And it's okay if I don't hear those other three stories or the other th- other situation or whatever it is right. and just be with what can be digestible. Because I know, um, and my sweetheart has told me this before, <laughs> like, you know, you're just stuffing it down their throat and then they can't eat it. <laughs> 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 That's a great image. I know. I thought, oh, that's, that's horrible. So <laughs> I'm so, and if I've done, I'm sure I've done that to everyone. I'm sorry. I apologize. Please forgive oh. me. We're, it's a work in progress. Um, I'm just, mm. it's out of excitement, not out of anything else. More, more just I get excited and I want to share. And so it's coming from a good place, but it often can be misconstrued because it becomes just too much information. Mm. And that's, um, so that's a really great, that is a great, like, you know, great reflection for me in mm-hmm. just working through less is more. Yeah, and, and what comes to mind is how, uh, you know, we have these other ways to communicate, right, with uh, telepathy and um, 
body language and facial expression. And sometimes I too get, uh, you know, especially with my kids, I just want to go on and on about something because I feel like I have all this wisdom. Can't hear, listen. And I'm like, no, 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 you don't, you don't want to do that. You want them to be able to hear something. What one thing do you want them to hear today? Whether it's them or whomever, right? What, what's your point? What's the most valuable point here? And that goes back to trust. And then trust that if they want to know more, that person wants to know something else, they'll ask me. Mm-hmm. And if they don't ask me, that's okay because I'm okay. not attached. Right. So it's really trusting. Uh, to me, verbal communication is kind of trusting one another and trusting the process. And that's a beautiful way to see it. I mm. love that. Mm. That's, that's going to be helpful. <laughs> There's all these little nuggets. Oh, there's so many. And we're constantly yeah. learning, like no matter where we are mm-hmm. within this game, we're learning and growing mm-hmm. and having challenges and things we get to work on and expand. And that's kind of the beauty of it, right? Absolutely. But it, it definitely um, becomes more fun when we're less hard on ourselves and we allow and we do are more patient with ourselves, right? And mm-hmm. do more trusting of ourselves. That allows us to step into more grace. Um, you know, the, the biggest hurdle I see for a lot of people, you know, and was myself too at times was judgment. That judgment, self-judgment, you know, keeps us in a box. And you mm-hmm. keep seeing like, oh, I'm so not going to do mm-hmm. So drop the judgment today. And if you haven't named your judge yet, name your judge so when they show up, you can go kick them to the curb <laughs> and say, and no one invited you, and I'm not mm-hmm. listening to you, Gertrude, or whatever, <laughs> and allow yourself to take control of your vessel. Because ultimately, here we are, claiming our power, finding it where you left it in different memory rooms in your own personal journey or things you pick up along the day, releasing anything that's not yours, and staying within your neutral center inside the self, that ultimately leveling up with each new lesson as you hold it, level up, and then Mm -hmm. we do the next one. Then we level up and we do the next one. Mm -hmm. Well, and then there's also, you know, two steps forward, sometimes slide back a little, go forward. So it, it isn't really linear. It's kind of Right, it's, it's not linear. It's it's kind of, uh, I don't know, kapakai? Is that a good word for <laughs> <Yeah>. that? <laughs> well, even the memories, when we talk about picking up your power, that's not linear because those powers, those memories are all over the place. Like yeah. you might have a memory when you're four, you might have one when you're 30 that you drop something yeah. and you're like drop, you might, you just think of it this way, you like drop your jewels, you're dropping baubles along the way of mm-hmm. your own sparkly essence when you don't feel seen, valued, heard, something happens. And it doesn't have to be like the, what we think of as traumatizing. You know, small things can be traumatizing, especially if you don't have an understanding of them when they happen. Like a three-year-old has very little understanding about what that means. You understand it as an adult, right. but like, you know, Oh, you were going to, even like you were going to, you're in the road and someone might have hit you. Your dad grabbed you out of the road and pulled you out real quick, but that was to save you. But, but you, as a three-year-old, you feel like, oh my God, that was traumatizing. Yes. Someone grabbed me. So that's, yeah. I mean, that's a really good example of how it can be completely misconstrued and not mm. and t- not meant to be traumatizing at all, but could imprint a memory of trauma that one might need to release and retrieve like a piece of their energy from Mm -hmm. so you might go back into a memory like that and like basically pick up your energy from the pavement you know kind of thing and 
oh, thank you. Wow, geez, I was really scared in this one. And bring it back to yourself. So your, your memories and your powers are definitely like all over the place. <laughs> Speaking of all over the place, aren't we? We're kind of all over the place. We're kind today. of all over the place. So, uh, as I was listening to you, I was reminded of something I wrote down uh, next to the bed last night uh, that came to me, which was about uh, energy and vibration. And maybe we could just kind of talk about this a little bit. Mm-hmm. Tell me w- your thoughts about it. Uh, what came to me was that everything has a vibration. We human beings have a vibration, the desk has a vibration, uh, and there are things that we don't see that have vibration, in particular illness. And if our vibration, if we work on ourselves and evolving and raising our vibration, the illnesses out there, the dis-ease, it's not compatible with our being. And I wonder your thoughts about that, because that, again, that wasn't out of a book, it was out of the ether that came to me last well, night. Well, there are numerous books on this. Just I'm sure there are. If anybody wants to research <laughs> it, if, if you don't find us the source. But uh, <laughs> um, at any rate, that's kind of a joke. Um, I do believe it is all vibration. I know that to be true for myself. And I haven't been sick in years. Mm-hmm. Like I don't get sick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because um, because I take care of myself and I do believe um, health is a vibration mm. and it's a, a body, mind, spirit game. It's not just one thing. Mm. And so, it, um, for instance, candida, there's a great ex- example. It's, you know, when you have a lot of sugars in your body, yeast, um, that has a vibration. It attracts fungus, worms. It's in the like the low hertzes, the low hundreds, mm-hmm. a low, I think, hundred hertz. So it's got a low vibration. So it'll attract basically all those like sugar fungus likes it. They are attracted to it. So it's just not like, it's just like your kitchen. If you have sugar all over your counter, you're going to have ants all over the counter in the morning, right? Mm-hmm. So if you don't clean up your counter and put everything away, ants are coming. So your body's like that. If you eat a bunch of sugar and you just have sugar all over the place in there, they're like, ooh, I'm attracted to that. Mm. It, it actually attracts the stuff. So your environment, you're, you're having like a spaceship. You are attracting everything to you with the vibration that you hold within your bodily and energetic system. So that's why it's a three-part game, health body, mind, spirit, you you want to support all three. So the health component is honestly incredibly important because you don't want to be cultivating sugars. Anything white converts to sugar. Mm-hmm. If there's one thing you took out of your diet today, it's sugar, mm-hmm. white sugar. Mm-hmm. Take it out. If you're doing high fructose corn syrup, don't even take that. Like, stop. No sodas, no, no soda buying, no teas from the 7-Eleven. You know, right. like none of that stuff. That right. stuff is just literally building sugars in your body. It's which just harmful. Creates, it's well, all it creates candidas right. and other and other funguses. It feeds it. Right. So unless you're a really balanced, it's not to say you couldn't ever have sugar. Mm-hmm. I'm not like a, you know, mm-hmm. but um, in small amounts, right? Because mm-hmm. everything in balance in general. But we tend to overdo it, <laughs> so it's easy to kind of. Well, take for those it out, of us see, who are addicted, you know, can't lot, just have a piece have of to, chocolate. Yeah. So y- if you're going to eat the whole cake, then then don't bring it home. Don't get it. 
Uh, well, and you can also just replace. So things yeah. like white sugar, something you really can just take out of your diet. You could utilize brown sugar. You can utilize maple syrup. You can use some honey, stevia, honey, you know, yeah. dates. You can do all sorts of other things yeah, for yeah. sweeteners. And that's just a suggestion because, well, there's a lot of suggestions, of course, um, that there would help is alkalizing, an alkalizing diet, going back to pH and yeah. vibration. Mm-hmm. Um, if we're in that mid-range pH, um, we don't want to be over-alkaline or acidic. We want to be kind of in the midpoint. But that's where we are processing and absorbing all of our nutrients. We're getting everything we need. And we have an environment of neutrality within the bodily system, which helps us create vibratory health. Then, of course, your mind and what you're thinking and how you're, where you're putting your energy we can drop our vibration into really low places just by thinking low thoughts. Right. So depression is obviously a low vibration. When we're mm-hmm. in depression, we're almost in apathy. Apathy is really low because we really have no energy to do anything. Mm-hmm. It feels really close to shame. And those are Hopelessness. Shame is kind of the lowest energy to feel. Um, and it feels a lot like molasses. Like it's hard to move at all. Mm-hmm. You know, you're like, oh, God. Yeah, it's just horrible. So if you're ever feeling these feelings, if you're in them now, go to gratitude. That for me is, or appreciation, gratitude is the fastest way to get out of the molasses is go to gratitude. No matter where you are, you can be thankful for something. So just start listing them, be be grateful and move your vibration up the ladder until you can get to a little bit of courage, even anger, because anger is a higher vibration then depression and apathy. If you get to anger, you start wanting to do something about yeah, it. You know, yeah. you're like, oh yeah, that's right? that's what anger can be useful for. Right, it, it gets motivating us to change something. Yeah, like I'm not taking this anymore. Yeah. I'm gonna make it different. <laughs> I'm do something about this. Yeah, yeah. Use use that energy and then get grateful again and jump up the ladder some more. Yeah. Until you're in those higher realms where you're navigating into your will and your courage and mm-hmm. and reason and then getting into love. Mm-hmm. You know, after reason become we get into love and then appreciation and gratitude are higher than love. Mm-hmm. And so being in peace is you know. The, the ultimate. Pretty spectacular. Pretty spectacular and yeah. ecstatic joy, of course. Of course. Of so. course. Well, you know what? Let's take a break there and then we'll come back with some more uh some more some more some more stuff. Intuitive talk story. Intuitive talk story. Women's voices on KNKR LP ninety-six point one FM Kohala. With your host, Isla Allgood, every Monday and Wednesday from 4 to 6 p.m., please tune in and hear some sensational songs and spoken words by female artists right here in Kohala and around the world. I've been doing this show for seven and a half years, and it's still fun. You can also stream it on www.knkr.org or tune in to 96.1 FM. Aloha, North Kohala. Kohala Cares has moved its weekly food drive to the hub parking lot. Those in need can drive to the parking lot and pick up a bag of groceries. Pickup begins at 4.30 every Wednesday. Please wear a mask. Donations, especially produce, will be accepted Wednesday from 11 to 3. 
We want to thank all our donors and volunteers for making all this happen. Remember, we're all in this together. Mahalo. We are back. It's 3.31 here, January 5th, 2022. You're listening to KNKRLP 96.1 FM Kohala. You're listening to Intuitive Talk Story here with Isla Allgood and... Mikkel Anna. And before the break, uh, Mikkel was talking about uh, candida and, uh, you know, keeping our body healthy and getting sugar out. And what came up for me when you were talking about that was antibiotics. Ooh. Yeah, when uh, we, you, you were saying that, you know, sugar creates the candida. A bunch of years ago that started me on my health journey was I was taking antibiotics for ear infections and wound up with the candida uh, mm-hmm. infection really bad. And I, and I still had the, the ear infection. So not only did that not get better, but the other thing was a side effect of it. And, and I researched it to understand it. And I will... Uh, I recently had something that was bothering me and I was like, oh, I should call the doctor. And then I'm like, you're not going to take the antibiotics. Why are you going to go call the doctor, go to the doctor, get, they're going to tell you to take these and you're going to say, no, I don't take those. And you're going to wind up. So I went back and I did my research. And one of the things that I have not, you know, I've been off sugar for, for a few years. Um, I decided to reintroduce honey because honey is great for infection. And, uh, and it didn't trigger me into, you know, like a sugar crazy anything. I just put a teaspoon in my tea once a day or so. Uh, so, so those of you who are listening out there, if you, uh, have, have taken antibiotics or you think you're going to, or whatever, there's so many things that we can do with food and nutrition and supplements, uh, that, it's not necessary. It just, it was not necessary for me to yeah. take that. Well, and this get, that's kind of, you know, gets into the Western natural health model. And, you know, myself, I've been a mm. natural health person for 25 years. My mother is an iridologist, natural mm-hmm. health practitioner. It was my doctor. And um, I haven't been to a Western doctor for those type of, for any of that kind of stuff. I think Western doctors are great if you break your bones, if you have, you know, an em- emergency like that. There's I think many, many. A lot of uses. Yeah, value for, that, for many. Yeah, a lot of that. Yeah. But for an everyday pro- preventative health, um, we have a lot of resources and it's really about knowledge yeah. and using our food base. And I agree with you. I also do honey. I haven't done sugar in years. And um, like I bake with maple syrup or dates yeah. and um, yeah, so there's lots of alternatives. And when you're talking about the, um, the ana- uh, ana- what are they called? Antibiotic. Antibiotic. <laughs> those, when you were talking about those, and they, just to be clear out there, if you're not sure, that they kill the, the probiotics in your system. So they kill the healthy bacteria that are meant to help keep you like functioning smoothly. So if you have taken antibiotics, you want to restore with lots of probiotics. So mm-hmm. acidophilus, bifidophilus, that kind of thing you want to, and they're in the refrigerated sections of health food stores, um, but that you want to, or yogurt is a way you can get that. It's got live, uh, live um, probiotics, but you want a lot of them if you've done antibodies. So you want to usually take something. And in general, mm-hmm. it's good to take something because it's restoring your healthy probiotic. Um, uh, there's also a big one that's really huge. I'll just throw it out there, which is removing the glyphosate from your body. It's a really big deal, honestly. And that's glyphosate's what's found in Roundup. Roundup is what's been sprayed on all of our corn, wheat, and soy through America. On the side of the roads. Yeah, yeah and everything, and in um, many other places because it goes through the air, right? right? So 
if you eat out anywhere, if you don't buy organic, we're eating it. Mm-hmm. It's about 98% of the population, 99% has glyphosate in their body. So I have removed the glyphosate from my body and I, I utilize a product to do that. If you're interested, you can contact me. Just reach out, okay? Um, email us, whatever. Um, but uh, yeah, it's really crucial to, um, to do and um, of great value. Um, so, Well, that goes kind of to detoxing too, don't you think? Cleansing in general, cleansing yeah. every year. I mean, cleansing the body. We have some great cleanse programs. Oh gosh, I could tell you so much about the superfood <laughs> company I, I work with. If you're interested in any of that, please do reach out because it, it is changed my life mm-hmm. and I'm ecstatic about what I'm doing with my health and I feel great every day. So it, it is definitely worth it. Um, mm-hmm. You are worth it. And yeah. And you know, it's, it's like your car, you know, you take care of it. You, you make sure all the parts are working properly and you, uh, you, you give it what it needs to thrive uh, to have the best life you want to have. Like what kind of life do you want to have? It's 2022. What would you like to be experiencing this year? Um, in your body and in your community, in your neighborhood, in your family, what do you want? What do you want to have more of? What are you drawing into? Yeah. That's right. When Remembering that you are the divine creator of your reality mm-hmm. and that it is up to us because we're creating, as we've been talking about, our own vibratory health, your own vibration, and that vibration attracts other things into your life. So as you move into higher vibrations, you attract things that match it. Right. So I often say too, like if we're moving out of a pattern, let's say you're single and you're moving out of a pattern. I don't suggest dating right now. I suggest moving out of that pattern mm-hmm. and then attracting, for instance, mm-hmm. because you want to attract a kind of like where I'm going versus where I might still be operating. If right. you're if you're in that position, let's say. That's right. just an example. Well, but I know somebody who's who's struggling with that. You know, someone who's gone from relationship to relationship to relationship to relationship mm. and currently it's not going very well for her. And and she's she's needing to look at that going from relationship and she's old enough to to want to look at it. Mm-hmm. And now she has a child so she's it's not just about her. She's impacting another little human being. So, mm-hmm. uh, and it, it it's not easy. It's not easy for people who have had a certain kind of pattern, mm-hmm. but it's possible. Well, we all have patterns. Yeah. We all have patterns and none of it's necessarily easy. <laughs> so, but no, everyone's patterns is great to them as it is to the next. And, you know, some right. people have had horrific traumas and some people have had not so horrific traumas, but your trauma is your own and it's as painful to you as it is to the next person. So mm. it's as difficult. It's as equally difficult. So I think mm. recognizing that we all have the capacity that we can often I don't know. We can think, oh, well, that is horrible. You know, like we use a lot of things to justify things or to make it harder or easier on ourselves. And I don't know. We're all just one. So if we can think, you know, that guy and I are the same. We we have very different experiences, but we all have the capacity. We all come from the source. We're all mm. right here held in that and can and do have infinite ability if we so choose. Right. Yeah. Choices. I think back to choice. Well, uh, yeah, we have lots of choices. <laughs> I think we all do. And whether we realize it or not, like you said before, you know, sometimes we feel like, well, we can't make that decision. But yes, you can. You can. Yeah, you just have to not be afraid to make the choice to go with the flow. It's like riding that river. And 
I think we've talked about this before, but spirit is alive in the moment. You know, when you're in the river of life, which this is, we're listening, you're allowing, and if we're listening to what's happening in the moment, you allow yourself to be led. And a day like that is very different from a day where you're not listening. When you're listening, mm-hmm. you're like, hmm, oh, I should stop at that store right now. And then you walk in and, gosh, I haven't seen this person in years. I just so happen to run into you. We have this magical discussion, right? And you take you have the time to do that. Then you find your way to the next place. You're listening, you know, and then you're like, oh, you, everything you need begins to appear or be given or an opportunity presented to embark on a magical piece of something you're creating if you're listening. When we're not mm-hmm. listening, we miss all those magical morsels. We just, we're too busy. We drive by them. We're on a schedule, whatever that is. But if we allow more time for magic to be woven in mm-hmm. and we allow ourselves to listen, mm-hmm. then it becomes a really different I ride. do that a lot. In fact, yeah. when I'm not doing it, I can feel like I'm out of alignment. Yeah. When I'm, when I'm like just have this 12 things I'm going to do today, boom, boom, boom. That, that just is not how I function well. Right. I, my, my being is much happier when I don't know what I'm going to do next. It's just fine. Today, I, like you said, I, I decided to stop in town. I hadn't planned to do that, but I stopped in town, and there was somebody I had been thinking about and hadn't seen in years. <laughs> and there she was. I was There's like, oh, my God. <laughs> I ha- I've been wondering how you're doing. And it was so nice. It was nice to have, you know, five, 10 minutes just to, to have that moment with somebody. So, um, and it, if I had gone ahead and done what I thought I should do or something, I would have missed that. Beautiful. Yeah. See, that's so beautiful. And a great example of, you said that word should. Yeah. And just like everyone, let Stop shitting on yourself. <laughs> no more shitting on the self. So that's the big word. And back to that giving our power away. One of the ways we give our power away a lot is when we should on ourselves. Oh, I should go do this because I'm blah, blah. Or oh, so and so. We give our power thinking we have to act a certain way because of something. Yeah. So yeah. release all that. And you just got to be you and go in divine flow. Right. And be like, no, I get to just follow my own guidance because that I'm enough. I'm I trust myself. Mm-hmm. I follow my guidance, and then you experience I had a magic. Moment. Yeah, You're right. Yeah. So exactly, and and I too live my day that way. And actually, I'm kind of so in my right brain that it's hard to. <laughs> like ah, I went to a meeting, a logically based legality meeting yesterday. Oh wow! That was breaking my brain. Like, <laughs> ah, da, da, da. So yeah, uh, getting in, keeping the right and left brain thoroughly balanced. I give thanks for. Um, dance mm-hmm. and music and those things to keep those places activated oh absolutely creativity really goes a long way i found myself uh painting the other day i took out a piece of canvas and i painted over an old picture and i just wanted to play with colors it's like i i don't know that i'll be an artist when i grow up but <laughs> I, I just like that that experience of of all the colors and then mixing them up together on the surface and oh isn't that pretty like i just get lost in that and you brought something cool up that just sparked. You're like, when we're being, I love that you're doing that, by the <laughs> way. It's fabulous. And it sparks for me, like, this whole concept when you said, I don't know if I'll be an artist when I grow up, that in order for us to do something, we have to be like, well, I'm going to be a professional artist. Qualified. I'm going to be qualified. I'm gonna, you can't, I mean, people, you know, it's yeah. a, when it's really just, 
we could all just do all sorts of things, right? And you don't have to be, well, I'm a qualified artist. Yeah. It's like, yes, you paint because I love to paint. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter if I'm an artist. When or I if anyone's going to buy anyone it. anyone buys it or if right. anyone qualifies it. I just enjoy painting and it's one of the many things I get to do. For Mm -hmm. instance, like Mm -hmm. um, like for myself, I have a lot of things I engage in and do and I don't think about like, well, I'm a blah, blah. Well, you just just said you were learning something new today. Oh, I am. I'm not ready to share about that. Uh, We don't have to. But (laughs) But I am learning something new. But the fact that you are trying something new on, it's just, it's not about being the best at it or making a living at it. But a lot of, I think a lot of the programming many of us grew up with was that it's like I used to love to write when I was a kid and Mm -hmm. a teenager I just that was my favorite thing to do for any class I have to write paper great I love to write a paper but nobody ever said you could actually do that like whenever you want yeah want to write a story write a story yeah yeah you could just write a story today yeah just because for fun yeah you know you can just take photos as if you know like as a, you know, you don't have to be a professional photographer, although you can be. I'm just saying to engage in whatever's your passion and not yeah. feel like it has to have a label or um, a level on it, but that yeah, you can a level. just That's enjoy good. it. Mm-hmm. For Back the sake of it. Amazing quote that I may have said it last time. I don't remember how long ago I heard this song, but if anyone knows this song, please tell me. It's a reggae song, and I would love to find it. And I heard it recently, and it has a line in it not verbatim, but to the effect of it's not about the survival of the fit, but who can enjoy it. (laughs) (laughs) And that is a big statement because if you can, it's not about being good at something, right? Although be good at things because it's fun, but that's not what it's about. That's just part of the journey is to be good at it because you're engaged and you're giving your all. So you end up becoming good. But the real journey is can you enjoy it? Because if you can enjoy it, that means you've pulled apart the layers of I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy, I don't love myself. You're not activating anxiety, fear, emotions throughout your day and conversation. You're actually feeling good in your spirit all day, every day in a neutral, just kind of, it's not really like, it's just good. Like it's not a, I'm so happy or I'm so sad. It's just like, I just feel good. I just feel good. And that good feeling doesn't change or go away when we allow that place to be seen and felt. Well, while you were talking about that, I was thinking about my pickleball game last night. Mm. Um, That's something I learned the last year uh, here in town. And I play when I can, usually once a week. And I've gotten better at it. I wouldn't say I'm great, but I really enjoy it. Mm -hmm. And it's a lot of fun. And the fun, uh, I try to understand why is that so much fun for me? There's just something about it. And it's the people too, you know, it's, I've, I think I've been fortunate to play with people who take it lightly. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, we all want to get the point, but we laugh at ourselves and, and we laugh through each moment of what we're doing and it's just such a joyful experience and whether and sometimes someone new comes in and they've never hit the ball before fine let's have fun like so it's really a wonderful um for me uh, sports are like that you know where i get to kind of improve my game uh for me i do it i want to get better for me i want to play my best Mm -hmm. and if i don't 
oh well, you know, it's okay. Don't you know, can serious. laugh at that. Yeah, yeah. So enjoying, you know, to me that's kind of a metaphor for life. Is mm -hmm. you know, yeah, we want to improve, we want to get better, and let's have fun along that's the way. Right. Let's laugh fun. together. Let's yeah. not take it too seriously. Exactly, and, and that kind of brings up for me. Um, I know we're getting close here to our end. Um, a piece of like how to claim our power. One thing that I think is simple, the Toltec agreements. Many of you are probably familiar with the four Toltec agreements. I'll reiterate them. Please do. Um, one is take nothing personal, which mm. right where you were just talking about that is we take nothing personal, right? It's not about me. If Isla and I are playing and, you know, you hit me in the leg with the ball, that's not personal. She wasn't trying to hit me. She was trying to get the shot. She missed it. She fell on her face. She hit me in the butt. You know, I don't have to take that personal, right? So, you know, that's we we tend to take so many things personal because we're inside of our own head and our own emotions and I'm not good enough or so up there or whatever. And then we go, what? Well, you said, who do you think you thought? Who do you think you're talking to? Or whatever we do. So yeah. we drop taking things personal. Everyone's worried about themselves. Nobody's really, they're not taking you personal. They're thinking about themselves. Let it go. <laughs> so take nothing personal. Make no assumptions. Mm -hmm. Another big one. We do that a lot, right? Let's say we're here and I toss, my, you ask me a question and I toss my head and look away and like, just do a noise. You might think that's about you, but maybe I just had a thought about my friend mm. and I'm like, oh no, I forgot the washer's on. I don't know. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. Let's just say, so you could easily misread that, make right. an assumption, think, oh, what the hell is she doing? What's she doing? Da, da, da. Yeah. We do those kind of things, right? We misread people's body language. We assume we know what they're doing or thinking. Mm -hmm. So that goes back to, yeah. right, let's take a minute. <sighs> Breathe. Ask a question before I'm clear. Yeah. Make no assumptions. Yeah. Um, be impeccable with our word. Truth. Back to truth mm -hmm. and trust. Say what you mean, mean what you say. If we speak slower, right? We cannot say it too many words and say too many things. <laughs> too fast. Too fast. Overwhelming. So right? Maybe overwhelming somebody. Yeah. Be impeccable with our word. Yeah. Speak the truth. Speak yeah. from our heart. If we can't do that, be quiet, right? I'm, yeah. I'm always learning to do that. Be quiet. <laughs> mm. So be There's quiet. There's value in, in the being There's quiet. value in being quiet. Yeah. Um, and just allowing things to percolate, feeling into an energy and emotion, a thought that someone's having so mm -hmm. we can gain deeper understanding. Mm -hmm. And then always do your best. Mm -hmm. Always do your best. So, you know, we don't have to be anything, but we just give it, be here now means that we're present, right? It means that we're, uh, what else am I going to do but do my best? Like, what's the point? Why else, you know, like show up if you're not, you know, what's the point? You're here. Yeah. You're here on the earth. You're doing this game. You're in this life. You're doing this thing. So show up. Be here now. Engage. Like, yeah, I'm here. I'm going to live this thing. I'm going to be in it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to show up, you know, and do my best. Why, why not? What else have you got to do? I mean, what else are you doing? Right? <laughs> <laughs> so one of the things that you were talking about before, I'm going to step back a little bit. Um, you brought up something about fear, uh, you know, that people maybe need to uh, get away from fear or don't let the fear control them. One of the things I learned years ago, I did this leadership program, and we had to climb up like 30 feet and walk across a tightrope, and it was terrifying for me. And it was about how do you manage your fear, 
So those of you who are listening, we all have fearful ex experiences at one time or another. It's, it's not necessarily denying it, but learning how to work through it and move through it. Uh, and we each do that differently. Mm -hmm. You know, for me to cross that thing, it took 20 people chanting my name. Like mm -hmm. that, that worked for me. Mm -hmm. But somebody else, they needed a dead quiet. Mm -hmm. they, couldn't, they couldn't handle that. So it's like, how do you, when, when fear comes up for you, what tools do you have mm -hmm. within you to, to deal with that? You know, can you, can you see the fear? Can you say, oh my God, I, I'm, wow, I'm feeling fearful. I'm going to breathe. I'm going to meditate. I'm going to climb the mountain. Like, what do you, what do you need to do in order to navigate fear so that you can get to the other side of it and, you know, live that more joyful life? Yeah, I'm completely. And, um, I would add on to that one tool. You can easy tool is Speaking your words, again, your words are powerful. So even when you're not feeling something, you can speak the words. It will help you get there. Um, power codes or power phrases, like sacred codes you can think of, like scripture, this one. Um, where there is light, there can be no darkness. That's a scripture that's helped me immensely in my life. But where there is light, there can be no darkness. So in that, you've, you've, you've vanquished fear because mm. darkness cannot exist within the light. So I am the light, simple as that, claim it. I am the light, I am love, I am free, I am sovereign. And you're claiming your vessel and claiming your essence, you change it. You are divine creator, so speak it and so shall it be. In the beginning was the word, vibration. My words are resonance and vibration right now, speaking. So if we could all right now speak aloud three times, wherever you are, claim it, for there is no time like the present. I am love. I am love. I am sovereign. I am sovereign. I am free. I am free. I am the light. I am the light. I am love. I am love. I am sovereign. I am sovereign. I am free. I am free. I am the light. I am the light. I am love. I am love. I am sovereign. I am sovereign. I am free. I am free. I am the light. I am the light. And so it is. And so it is. And the world right now needs our light. Needs every one of us to be the brightest light that we can be. That's To dispel the darkness. And it's time to activate our divine love. And I truly believe that the only purpose each of us have mm -hmm. here is to activate our divine love, which means to shed all that does not serve so that you can radiate as the lighthouse that each and every one of us is and be the light because we are one and there is nothing else for I am that I am. So nini nanini. Yes. I love that image of the lighthouse, the Mikkel lighthouse. <laughs> the and Isla, the Isla the lighthouse. Isla lighthouse. Just imagine that. Imagine the world filled with these lighthouses. That's right. Whatever your, your, like, your fantasy lighthouse is in your mind. I, I grew up in the Northeast, so we had a lot of lighthouses. And, and they were always like this. There was something um, mystical about them. I don't yes. know why. The, just the idea of like going in there and climbing up and being able to see... And mm. maybe that's part of it too, right? Is the lighthouses, 
It's always clarity. perched up high, and you have this distant vista. So yes, as you're you can the light, see above all. yeah, you can see beyond, way beyond. And that goes because mm-hmm. you're no longer playing in the fields of duality, making a choice of this or that, mm-hmm. but you see kind of the absurdity in all of it because mm-hmm. it's one thing. It's just one thing with different perceptions. Mm-hmm. When you're down inside the duality and you try to figure it out, it looks like you're kind of in the muck of it. You can't yeah. see it. Yeah. But, but like, just like anything, you get yeah. that bird's eye view and you're like, yeah. oh, well, that's not even what it is. What the heck? I don't even need any of that. Forget <laughs> it. Right? So you're getting that bird's yeah. eye view. And I loved your um, description of seeing these light, actually visualizing a lighthouse. And you could use that in your meditation. You could use that as a sacred space and create a lighthouse. And maybe it has colored stained glass or it's cause it painted in in interesting colors or it's spiral spirals, whatever you want. But that's a beautiful image. And if we see all these lighthouses, us each creating that with this radiating light coming Mm. forth from each of us. Mm -hmm. And then you see that. For instance, here in our island, we see all of us holding that lighthouse together, holding that light on our town, holding that light on our north end, on our whole island, that we are one with nature, God, all that is in natural law, Mm -hmm. in harmony with the universe and with one another. And may that be our prayer together. And I ask that may we all hold that today as we continue forward um, to be that lighthouse and see that image together and be in the sacred union. I think that's a beautiful way for us to close our show today. I want to thank you, Mikkel. And uh, those of you listening, thank you for being there. Thank you for uh, letting us know. Uh, Give us any feedback when you see us or you communicate with us virtually. We are happy to hear what works for you, what you'd like to hear more of or less of or whatever. And if you're looking for replays, they are on the Spotify under Intuitive Talk Story. Yeah, under KNKR, you go to KNKR Intuitive Talk Story, Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Great. And then I also have them on my YouTube at Mikhail Anna, M-I-C-H-A-L space A-N-N-A. And there are also great meditations there and other tools. Um, and our email and contact are always on our um, video label. So you, you can, can find us, us if you there. want us. Yeah. <laughs> so enjoy all the tools. Thank you, Isla, for a You're pleasurable welcome. afternoon. Yes, it's been wonderful. And so until next time, everyone, uh, have a beautiful new year. Happy first week of 2022 in Living Light. Aloha. Aloha.